G'day everybody, my name's Troy Jones and you're with Change One, Change All. Welcome to the Change One, Change All podcast. Get more out of life, love and work while finding balance through nature. Here's your hosts, Chris Walker and Troy Jones. Uh, G'day everybody, Change One, Change All. I'm here with my very good mate, Chris Walker. How are you today, champion? Hey Troy, how could I be any better than this beautiful day? Bondi Beach, been for a swim, done a bike turbo, and I'm talking to you. Well, mate, it's mask day down at the beach. Yep. First day of masks outside the house. I noticed three different type of characters down there. I don't know if you did. Mm. There was the people wearing the masks, which was me. Mm. There were people who've got a fantastic new fangled version of the mask, which works when you hold it. Mm. (laughs) And then people just without masks. And then there were police walking around in between us, not talking to anybody. Yeah, I I couldn't believe that. That's sort of a wow. bit disheartening, actually. The police walking in between, you know, in amongst all the crowd with no mask. I thought, what, what are you doing? What the police? You're saying the police didn't have mask on or not? They had masks no. on, but they oh. were just letting everybody mill around without masks on. Look, I would have thought one. at least be handing masks out or sort of, you know. Oh, it's day one. Yeah, but just it was so deflating to have these guys walk through the middle and not mm. hand it out, and, and like it was, it was like, yeah. what am I doing this for? You know, if you're not picking people up. Anyway, Jeez, who knows? You're, you can be a bitty grumpy bastard sometimes. I'm a goody two-shoes, rule-following. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I walk around judging everybody. But I do yes. think masks are good, though, anyway. Like, I, I have, I love talking to myself. I love it. Mate, I saw the funniest cartoon today. It's a picture of a woman. And instead of having... Uh, it's 2020. It's called 20, uh, 2021, uh, the, new, the new us. And it's a picture of a person who's suntanned all over, except for where the mask goes. <laughs> so usually the sunnies make our eyes white, but it's a picture of them with a, with a mask white all around them where the mask is. So bloody hilarious. Well, sunnies, mate, that's the things that I've learned now about masks is sunnies don't work because they fog well, up. Oh, no, they don't. You've got to put the ma- uh, sunnies over the mask. So, oh, so, so you've got to have your mask up real high. Yeah, and then the sunnies have got to pin down the airflow coming up and force oh, it going. Uh, well, there yeah. you go. All right. Well, this is the end of this is today's podcast. There you go. Thank you, mate. <laughs> yep, that's a more Himalayan. more specific than what I was expecting. <laughs> that's a and the other part. Well, the other part. I'm interested in your thoughts in this one, but a, a breath mint with a mask is one of the true horrors of 2020 and 2021. <laughs> Have you done that before? No. <laughs> Mate, give that a whirl for just an experience because the, the fumes or whatever it is of the mint, you know you know what I mean, the, the breath mint thing, yeah. straight in the eyeballs. And you Look, it's just straight away, tears, immediately. And you've got to suck on this thing for another three minutes to get rid of it. Well, I think there's a few, few situations that are ahead of their time. Number one, I think Ned Kelly had the first face mask. Yeah. So he was predicting COVID way back then. I think um, South Park, the little guy in the, in the hood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Whatever his name is, who dies all the time. Len- Kenny. Kenny, uh, who dies all the time. And he... <laughs> and he taught you can't hear him. That's me in the shop. Uh, it's People tough, say, isn't it? what do you want? But so you yeah. walk past... So you wear a mask, I'm assuming. Yep. Do you not get shitty with other people? Just in no. your own head? No. Doesn't as long matter. As, I, as long as I've got a mask on, I don't give a shit. Really, don't you feel like we're going to be doing this forever and forever and forever? And they're going, no, someone's going to take a photo, and then someone in Penrith is going to riot, and then yeah. But look, look at look at it this way: two people walk down the street, neither have got masks on. One of them's got COVID. Now, two people have got COVID. Mm. Well, the sooner the better. 
sooner the better. Yeah. Let them die. No, they don't die. They just get sick. And I've got a mask on, so they can walk around without a mask on. That doesn't... Because I'm not going to breathe them in. I'm not going to get whatever they've got. So well, it's true. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing any good by just by fuming, you know, in my no. own head. You're probably steaming up your glasses, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing the, the breath mints into my eyeballs a little bit harder. The worst is you decide to chew the breath mint, and the, oh the, that's even more intense. So you just got to wear it. Anyway, um, God. Who would have thought? When we trekked in Nepal, when, which is in the past, and I put my poor guides and, and uh, Sherpas and over there, they got zero work, zero. And there's no social benefits and there's no job heaper or keeper or seeker or weeper. They're all out in the fields. Uh, uh, and most people have gone back to the farms to survive. Right. So anyway, when we, were, when we trek in the Himalayas, you always wore a mask. It's... It'd be, otherwise, you get throat infection because the amount of dust oh. and the ice cold air gets into your lungs. And I had pleurisy. <laughs> this is this is Chris Walker, the guy who says to people, "You don't have to have an experience to learn, but if you don't learn, you'll have an experience to teach you what you need to learn." And so I had pleurisy, which is just short of pneumonia, twenty-four mm. times, <laughs> and, oh, and each time the doctor said to me. You know, it's wise when the air gets cold to wear a mask. And I'd go, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, I'll do that. And then I'd go away and forget. Spend three or four weeks on antibiotics, fully recover from a chest infection, and go back and not put on a mask. Mm. So we learn one way or the other, don't we? Eventually you learn. Or There you go, mate. Crazy times, crazy times. But we're getting there. I reckon it's only got three or four months to go. That's what I reckon. I don't, I don't, I'm not even uh, interested in predicting. I'm just, yeah. you know what, uh, when you said to me you're going to be a few minutes late today, I said, as long as you're not in control of my breathing, as long as you're not in control of my heartbeat, you can be as late as you want. Which so, I found to be sort of inverted kind of romantic. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'd normally yeah, say, oh, you are my breathing, you are my heartbeat. And I sort of went, <laughs> oh, yeah. well, as long so, as you're not in charge of that, I'm fine. Hey, mate, well, so what we are going to talk about today is like what, what posture and, and how how the physical conditions or the physical what decisions that you make with your own posture and your own body can influence your emotions. Would that be a fair I'm way to sum it up? No. Yes, Troy, that's really good. <laughs> Positive feedback, Luke. But look, let me just start, if you don't mind, by reading mm. something that I wrote and uh, on my Instagram today because I thought it was bloody fantastic, okay. even though I've got, uh, and I've got all of eight likes. So mm. it's just, it's gone, it's gone global. Well, let's get on that train. It's gone global. Let's uh, jump on so, this trend. But, but at least one person, me, <laughs> likes it. <laughs> let's just see nice. how your listeners feel. Did you know that it's, and this is what I've written, did you know that it's hard to feel sad and frown when you're looking up into the sky? Did you know that it's hard to smile and feel happy when you're looking down at the ground? Did you know that it's impossible to be unhappy and thankful at the same time? And did you know that you can, if you meditate, with the corners of your mouth turned down, you become depressed? So the miracle of the body-mind uh, gets lost in all of the self-leadership training we do because people, uh, and I'm still reading, the people want to commercialise happiness by making happiness complicated. They want to make money out of it. 
They might talk about life purpose or relationship balance or yoga or something else that you have to pay for. Um, but at the, the, the answers to most of the search for happiness are right in the palm of our hand. It's the greatest, I think it's the greatest uh, miracle that's available to witness ourselves. And that is um, the root of human kindness, happiness, joy, love is in your body. So um, it's all, and all that stuff is free. Yeah. So let's just leave what I wrote there and just go back into conversation. So okay. here's, here's what I'm going to ask you to do this morning. Okay. I'm going to give you an exercise. Have you got a pen nearby? I do. I want you, you won't be able to talk to me, but I want you to experience something. What I want you to do is put the pen in your mouth across, across the width of your mouth, not, <laughs> not down your throat, across the width, and just hold it with your teeth. So... What, so both, words, wait, wait, wait. So both ends of the pen are inside my mouth? No, no. The, on the outside. I was just thinking, yeah. if anyone was driving doing this, <laughs> no, put I, dis, I disavow. <laughs> okay, so what? Wait, wait. So you've just, just got it just sideways, like a dog carrying a stick. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like a dog oh. carrying a stick. So it forces you in a sort of a weird sense to create a fake smile. It's a fake smile. That's what it is. You know, with a pen in your mouth, across your, cheek, across your uh, lips, push your lips back a bit, bite down on a tiny bit with your teeth and watch this experience i'm going to say some words when you've got that pen across your mouth and some of these words are going to make you want to gag watch right. this i'm down some of them at the same token will relax your jaw on the pen watch this mm. friend rape pain love healing Kindness. They make bells ring in the background too. Mm, mm. Death. Afghanistan. Kindness. Dad. Mum. Dog. Okay, let's stop there. Take it out. Mm. Did you have any dribble. experiences? A lot of dribble going on. Yeah, a lot of dribble. Sort that out. Got a couple of text messages. Any t any teeth marks in your pen? Yeah, mate, I did notice. I did notice that I was biting down on a couple of things. Mm. If you look at a photo of the Dalai Lama, it, the picture of his face, the just under his eyes, what we call our cheekbones, are covered for him in a muscle, and that muscle has developed in the Dalai Lama and most monks that you meet who are engaged in real meditation. They, they gain a muscle in the top part of their jaw, just, um, just under the eye socket, right up the top corners. And these are the smile muscles. Now, they're not laughing. What they're doing is they're, they say, that's the fixture. That's the default face uh, construction that they hold throughout all witnessing of life. And if we can hold that face in the witnessing of life, it reveals our wisdom. It reveals our, let's say, our maturity. But every time we hear something we don't like or that triggers something we don't like or uh, taps into something we don't like, in other words, we judge, our face wants to turn down and that muscle releases and another muscle lower in the jaw, somewhere in the neck, starts to pull the mouth down into a frown. 
Now, there are 23 facial, fi facial uh, features that are internationally the same, whether it's a tribe in the most remote part of the Amazon or uh, somewhere else or walking down Bondi Beach. Those facial expressions are, are the same around the world. So, but what causes them is vastly different. Mm. But the facial feature, the, the corners of a mouth turned up is a pleasant acceptance of what is. An athlete who, if I'm training with an athlete and I'm talking about whether they does, even if they're swimming or running or riding a bike or playing tennis or whatever it is, when I'm working with an athlete, I coach them to, de to default to the corners turned up. And in fact, after I went through my first marriage and I actually spent a lot of time feeling pretty down, uh, I looked in the mirror and found I had a, f a, a furrow between my forehead, between mm. my eyebrows, which is liver, anger, and I had the corners of my mouth defaulted to a down shape. And so what I did, trying to fix the problem, I sticky taped them up. Oh. It doesn't work. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, and, and, and I thought about a facelift at one stage, but that doesn't work either because it's the actual muscular contraction of turning the corner of the mouth up that triggers endorphins in the brain that makes a person feel good. Well, mate, it holds true in my world as well, mate. In my mm. sort of um, documentary filmmaking stuff and TV ads and stuff, when we're doing voiceovers um, for, you know, radio or TV or whatever, the voiceover instruction when you're directing someone is always to ask them to have a smile on their face when they're talking exactly. because you can hear it. So someone listening to it can hear that difference. Even though they can't see it, they can hear the happiness or the... and. It's real. Like, even just say, hey, look, make sure you're talking with a smile on your face. There brings through uh, some version of, of joy or happiness, even in the voice that's here, that's heard by the person listening to the voice, even though they can't see it. Absolutely. I mean, that's a miracle. When you hear that you, people can hear a smile. Yeah. What a so it changes. It changes the entire script. If someone's smiling when they're talking, wow. it completely rearranges the script. Wow, and there you go. Yeah. And so if, if an athlete's running down and they're doing... Uh, I remember watching the Olympic Games and the, and the marathon and the guy who won the marathon, the commentator said, I can't work out if he's smiling or scowling. Mm. But he said he, that look never goes off his face. And it simply is. It's not a laugh smile. So that would be a very clear... Uh, delineation between scowling and smiling you would be able to tell that but because the corners of his mouth are just slightly turned up if you want to see a good image of this just go and look at any well-crafted uh, statue of a Buddha and the, 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 the artist and the sculptor or whatever it is has spent most of their time trying to get the mouth right and when a person in, in Asia is going to buy a Buddha that's what they're looking at the shape, the, the corner. It's just the tiny last little bit of the corner. So if you think, I had a conversation with someone during the week and we were talking about parenting and they were giving themselves a little bit of a hard time about parenting. And I said, look, if you want to be the best parent that ever walked the planet, put a pen in your mouth, across your mouth, force yourself into a perpetual smile every time you're near the kid because a smile is also, not only you can hear it in a voice, you can... It's a mirror. 
So mm. when you look at someone with a slight, not a laugh, but with a slight smile, they feel appreciated. Reminds me of that crowded house lyric too, mate. The smiling as the shit comes down. Uh-huh. Don't you think? Is it, so is it like, is it a conscious thought of, I'm going to smile regardless of what's going on? Because surely in some situations, it's a very weird thing to do. Mate, I, I, I think we, em, you know, we, 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 it's, it's, for me, it's quite funny because in, in self-leadership, people always give me a, a, someone who inspires them. They'll say, oh, the Dalai Lama inspires me and they read the words. Or um, the I Ching inspires me and they read the words. Or they say Jesus inspires me and they read the words. But if you look uh, at the person, they've, they've worked through enough uh, uh, intellectual theory to know that if you're not smiling, you make things worse. Mm. I think they are evolved beings, and so they can look at a, 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 a death or a rape or something. They, they don't get sucked into the drama of it, rather than they, they, they're trying to help it heal or do the right thing by it. It's like if you went to the doctor, I guess, in a, in a more micro sense, if you went to your doctor and they looked at your sore knee and they went, ugh, and they, that, the look on their face will just about tell you everything about your knee that you need to know. <laughs> the other part, the other part of this that really rings true to me, mate, is what you said at the beginning of your Instagram thing about looking down. <clears throat> because I definitely, when I'm really pondering, I, I spend a lot of time in my own head, like thinking about things and problems and issues and how I'm going to fix them and whatever. Um, and I always look down at my feet, like as I'm, I'll, I'll really, I walk from, you know, walk around, do obviously awkward now with the 5k limits but I sort of walk a lot and think to sort of chew through my problems and I had a great mate of mine who's a big fan of the podcast as well he told me one day said man you look down all the time you constantly when you're thinking you vanish from from reality and you go inside your own head and you look down half a foot in front of your own feet he said if you look up and he's a real similar to you kind of a character and he used to say, I mean, just look up, just look up um, and it'll change your perspective on the problems that you're thinking about. And I mean, I, he told me that five or six years ago. He runs a big um, acai company where they import him from oh, wow. South America and he's an amazing guy. Um, uh, I love him very much. But and it, that one thing that he pointed out to me made a major change to the way that I think and sort of even when I'm, when I'm really stuck in my own head and thinking about how I'm going to overcome something or how I'm going to work out this problem, when I, look, I notice I'm looking down, to change my look up and notice the sky or notice the leaves or notice just even the physical looking up um, a fraction rather than looking down a fraction makes a massive difference. I definitely do that in my everyday life. That's beautiful. I didn't know why. I don't know why it works, but um, it certainly well, does. It's, it's the body mind. It's the... Sh- it's the, you know, when they say, you hear this thing, we are born with the grace of God. We're born with everything we need. But what we learn are the habits that, that, that separate us from the miracle of, of being. And so we learn to sit at a computer hunched. And if we arch our back forward, if you, if you take someone who's got chronic depression, which means it's been there for a very, very long time, their whole spine has arched themselves, arched forward. In other words, mm-hmm. hunched. 
a hunch, not a hunchback, that's a person who's born def- with a deformity, yeah. but I'm talking about a person who their shoulders are slumped, their back is over and they're leaning forward. And that affects their hips and next thing you know, they've got knee problems and, you know, like it, it multiplies out, but it all comes from the inability to smile. And the ability to smile, you will never, ever see a painting of grace, whether it's a foot player or a tennis player or an artist or a a religious picture you'll never see a a person in a state of grace looking down Mm. when you win when you win Wimbledon they don't look down they're looking up in the sky and what's up there then not many of them are like you know hyper religious individuals it's just a natural place to be so I think also helps with double chins for photos when you look up too, mate. It does, it does. And as long as you hold the camera above your head. <laughs> no one will ever know. <laughs> uh, there's a joke. Oh, I'm not going to go there. But no, anyway, um, uh, so look, I, I think we, we do make it really hard for ourselves by thinking that if I get happy, I will look up. It's the reverse. If you look up, you will be mm. happy. Mm. If you get thankful, you will become happy. If you um, uh, keep a smile, a, a pen in your mouth, or, it's, you know, uh, I'm waiting for it, but somebody, somewhere, has got to invent, not a pen, but a, a bamboo mouth holder upper thingy, which is all it is is a pen without a, a nib on the end, that you mm. put in your mouth sideways and walk around. I've had clients who've had depression, and I've said, whenever you're alone in your house, walk around with something in your mouth, across your mouth, not in your mouth that way, but across your mouth to force yourself into a facial smile. As soon as the face goes into that shape, the chemicals of that we are hunting for in life that cause us to be addicted to stuff, that cause us to do stupid things, that cause us to make crazy, the chemicals arrive. Especially when in times of hardship and you go, you find yourself being angry at people not wearing masks or you find yourself being pissed off someone bumped your car or something happens, it's the perfect time to walk inside, stick a pen across your mouth I'm not going to allow the chemicals of anger and hate and things that, that, will, that are feelings that will cause themselves. That they, that, you know, like uh, um, you know, what, we, what, we, what we think we create, what we feel we become. You know, all these words that, are, that everybody knows, I, we don't have to even share that. But if we say, oh, I feel sad. And I think one of the, one of the hardest ones right now for everybody is, of course, Afghanistan. And you mm. sit there and everybody says, I feel really sad about that. And I feel sad about the, the loss and everything. I go, so how is that helping? Mm. Is it motivating you to, what, donate some money to the Red Cross or something? No. Is it motivating you to get up off your chair and fold some blankets mm. and ship them over to help? No. Nope. How is it helping? It's self-indulgent. Self-indulgent, but not only is it self-indulgent, the look on a face of someone who feels sad about Afghanistan projects onto a kid or projects onto their partner and looks like you're sad about them. Yep. We take it all personally. So I think my point today, and 
you know, it, it can be a, a, a simple message is self-leadership or the, the art of being happy and kind. It, it's the art of unlearning the things that we do to stop it. Unlearning. I wonder if it... I wonder if it's like holds true, you know, in the movies or whatever, when they're about to chop some guy's leg off in a war movie because it's, you know, or, you know, whatever, they don't have anesthetic. They give him some stick to bite down on. Mm. And I wonder if like that grimacy uh, where if you're not concentrating on smiling or being or all these things looking up, I certainly tend to find that my jaw clenches and I get all yep. tight across all the jaw. I often remember like, oh, hey, you know, loosen it up a bit in my, in my jaw. What if that sort of perpetual kind of like biting down in a mini way, like, you know, that mm. anesthetic, like I'm about to go through something real bad here, or this is my yep. pain survival method or whatever the hell that is. Yep. What if it's the same thing, like the inverted, like the real grit, like the sort of, oh, I'm getting through this, about to get my leg chopped off kind of stuff, you know? Well, well, mate, I, 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 I have I'm not having been to that excruciating level of um, confrontation. I don't know, but I do know that once in my life, I wanted to. I actually walked up to a cliff to jump off, and I and oh, I know that when I didn't do it, I walked back smiling. So oh. I, I, I think that that think that, but I would have been walking up thinking about jumping off with a frown. Grinding your teeth, yeah. Grinding my teeth. I know that when uh, I I took a photo of myself to send to uh, Lotta up in Cairns, I took a photo of myself on the turbo the other day, and I'm pedalling away and I'm sweating like a pig and I'm celebrating how hard I'm working, and I took a photo of myself and the face I had... I swear I was not going to send to anybody. I had a grimace. For, it was like my leg was being cut off. And I looked at it and I went, son of a gun, I am not helping myself defaulting to a grimace just because yeah. this is tough. And then I, I watched the Tour de France and uh, uh, Pogacar, who won, the commentator saying, this guy's uh, he was going up the hardest hill of the whole Tour de France, and it's like 5,000 metres of altitude gain. It's massive. And he's in the last three kilometres. He's with two other competitors. And they said, the commentator said, the guy's still smiling. He's playing with everybody. Now, he was at his limit. The thing was, he wasn't like the other two, gone into the Chris Walker on the turbo grimace thinking that'll help me up the hill. He'd gone into this default place, which is like a child, and he'd gone into this... The look on his face was so beautiful, relaxed, smart. It was the Buddha. And what's this, what's, this bike, what's this cyclist's name? We're going to give a bit of homework to everybody. What is his name? Pogacar. Pogacar. What is that? P-O-G. P-O-G-O-T-A or something. I don't, yeah, it has to be something. I, yeah. So there's some homework for everybody. Let's look. Let's let's Google this guy. Pogat. Are you saying Pogachar? Pogachar. You just have to look up the winner of the Tour de France 2020, and then look at day 17, the last 10 minutes of whatever video they'll have. 10 they, minutes. They have Goodness the, gracious. The last 10 minutes, and this guy's, and the commentators. You'll hear the commentator. And we're going to look at we're going to look at the Dalai Lama, and we're going to have a look at some uh, Buddha type statues to try and identify this kind of little bit of a concentrated mouth turning up at the edges kind of a thing. I, I, th- I think the homework for the week should be to grab something that's hygienic, put it in your mouth and experience an hour of 
the things that come your way and see what makes you uh, ticked off and what makes you relax your mouth around this pen. And then witness where you've, where you've learnt to judge something. In other words, where you've learnt to be sad, which is of no value, or where you've learnt to get angry in order to deliver an email. And you'll f- you, having that thing in your mouth, you will feel you will feel the discomfort. You want to take it out because we're so uh, anchored to our identity and anchored to our thoughts that we would rather overthink our, our, the simple things in life, the gift of being a happy, born happy. We're born happy. The gift of being born happy, we want to override that with a frown. And the beauty and of all this, was... to come full circle, is that we'd be able to do that with a mask on and no one would even know how much of idiots we were. <laughs> we could walk around with a pencil in our mouths and no one would have any idea. Troy, I think you've just come up with the latest mask design. Mm. Well, I've already it, um, ha- patented it, so don't touch it. It's mine. Okay. So like that pencil without the nib, I've already come up with that as well. So, um, yeah, back, when we get on change, sure change all, or get download. Organic bamboo. <laughs> but you know it's interesting as well like when you do i don't know the listeners out there if you're doing it you're driving your car you're sitting on the train or wherever you are if you if you're like me you do turn up the corners of your mouth to smile a little bit you do feel that little ping of something or i do that little ping of happiness in my brain mm. that little kind of um endorphin or whatever it is that just goes there i think the real tricky bit is keeping it for any longer than the split second you remember to do it so this kind of training remembering just trying to remember to do it or whenever you can remember set yourself a reminder or set it you know somehow or other just keep it as something that you try to keep coming back to whenever you can i think that's a really good bit of advice too because you do forget and you my jaw clenches and i look down at my feet and you know you, you go backwards mate there's a couple of things we finish up Number one, um, if, if, if my yoga teacher, the, 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 when I lived in India, he would get really angry at people if they, and, and I mean, he never stopped smiling. He had a smile, had a smirk on his face all the time. But when you could see people grimacing doing a yoga pose, now they actually were hurting themselves psychologically, chemically, and biologically more than any benefit they derived from touching their, you know, putting their head on their bum or something like that. So he would, he would all, and he talked about the ujjayi breath, which means uh, an audible inhale, exhale out of the nose, and you can hear it down the back of the throat. And, and the trick was, if you make a noise, um, I can't do it right now, I've got a bit of sinus, but if you make that noise down the back of your throat, through your nose, it forces you to <laughs> smile. It's a really, it's a, it's a great yogi trick, but they don't say smile because people, you know, wouldn't but they they make them breathe in a certain way so i think uh and you know when we address our kids or when we're doing something meditating or doing our yoga practice or going for a walk really really important to remember to turn up the corners of your mouth it changes everything Beautiful little podcast today, mate. That's just a nice... We wanted after last week, which was pretty generic and sort of esoteric, Ooh. to come with something specific. And I think that's perfectly delivered. I think that's a great thing we can all remember and do straight away and probably just get a little bit of a bump Beautiful. in our day when we remember. Beautiful. <laughs> and so the other, before I quit, I mean, the one thing that's interesting is like there's almost nothing that annoys people more than when someone smirks, though. <laughs> like if I was thinking, if, you know, my little boy, if I'm having a little bit of a meltdown and Charlie's sitting there smirking at me, Man, that's, that's about as annoying as it is. Yeah, the smirk's gone. That's what I said about the guy who won the marathon in the Olympics. He actually isn't smirking, but the guy can't tell 
So a smirk's gone too far. <laughs> mm. There you go. Hey, mate, thanks very much today. That's beautiful. I really enjoyed that. Yep. Nice little tip. Thank you. And uh, for everybody listening, Change One, Change All, we're always here. Every fortnight it's worked out. Um, so if you're enjoying what we're doing, do us a favor. Hit us up with a five-star review. Give us something nice to say because that stuff actually affects the algorithm and helps more people hear us. Um, wherever you listen to if it's on Spotify or iTunes or Buzzsprout or wherever it might be, um, subscribe too. So that means that each time we do one of these, um, you'll get it straight away in your podcast player. So we hope you're enjoying it. As always, it's Change One, Change All. My good mate, Chris Walker. Thank you very much, champ. See you, buddy. And we'll see you next fortnight here on Change One, Change All. Bye for now.